Hey, kiddies. It's your own friend, Engineer Jim here. And we're gonna get things started today with a song that's number one on the charts and number one in our hearts, baby. That's right. It's this summer chart-topping smash. Dan O'Toole's Two Top Summertime. Engineer Jim on that. Unreal. Jim, Welcome. that was amazing. Welcome to the Jan Dan Podcast, episode number 40, brought to you by DraftKings. This past weekend, Matt from Tampa drafted Peyton Manning to his one-week team, filled the rest of the roster with solid role players, and he won, oh, a million dollars! What? Yes, we have what? a million-dollar winner already in DraftKings. Who will you draft this week to become the next fantasy millionaire? DraftKings is giving you the chance to turn 27 bucks into 1 million playing one week fantasy football. Just use the promo code JDP when you make your first deposit, you will receive a $2 satellite entry ticket. And yes, for everyone who wants to play fantasy hockey, yes, they do that as well. So Yeah! DraftKings. Uh Jay, you just made it. Oh my god, I didn't make it. I'm 15 minutes late. Oh, what happened? God. What happened? The 10. The 10. It's what, a nightmare. Is is Vice President Biden still in town? Yeah, that's weird. Vice President Biden was here two days ago, and I breezed into work in 10 minutes. <laughs> and then today, I, I thought, oh, I got tons of time. I don't know what's going on. There was some sort of accident on the 10. Anyway, we're here. We're um, I think so when the Whoa. when the president came to town, it was traffic chaos. For Biden, I think they just throw him in an Uber. There doesn't seem to be any. <laughs> Take an Uber. Is it on your phone? Did you add the app to your phone, Mr. Vice President? You didn't. You're going to have to do that because we're not going to do it for you. <laughs> he lands at LAX. There's no one here to pick me up. This traffic cab. Hey, before I forget, I forgot to do this last week. Um, Jamie Saul and Susan Brackmanis are friends of ours from TSN. And Jamie did the social media. TSN was on the Craft Celebration Tour. They just had their first child. His name is Luke. Oh, and they are big I, followers I thought of the you were going to say he named him J-Dan. No, that's never happening. As much as I try. You bribe every person that's about to have a baby. Every person I talk to, I want them to name their child J-Dan. <laughs> uh, Luke Saul. So I like that. Nobody went with I think Luke Skywalker ruined Luke for years and years and years. And now it's back, baby, in a big way. Luke Saul. Uh, Saul, uh, Jamie Saul, solid cat. He yeah, runs uh, TSN social media and all that runs stuff. Runs it all. He's the brains behind the social media. He's the brains behind TSN.ca. He's the brains behind TSN. He's the brains behind all five TSN feeds. So he's like the wizard of the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. And uh, and Susan uh, is uh, works for the CBC. The CBC. Oh. Still going. <laughs> hey, we're still here because you still keep here, giving guys. us your tax dollars. We're there. We're still going for it. Um, so, yeah, Luke Saw. Who's but on? Oh, great choice this week. Yeah. For the Lot Canadian of Wall of Fame, Jim Carrey makes an appearance. That. The man That's of a, a million choice. faces. I looked at one of his old stand-ups. It's got a lot of hits, like one of his early stand-ups. He's a good stand-up comedian. Oh, he's hilarious. He used to be so great at stand-up. He never does. He should just pull like an Eddie Murphy and just do the old school like stand-up tour. Yeah. He's like, he, had, he keeps saying stuff like, I, w- I wish people could get all the money they ever wanted and achieve all the dreams they ever had for themselves so that they could see it's not the answer. Hmm. Deep. <laughs> it's a little depressing coming from I'll one of the world's dog. greatest comedians, isn't it? Um, This past summer, he was actually at the Peterborough Airport in my hometown. Uh, I guess he's got a cottage in the area, and a bunch of people took a bunch of selfies with him at really? the Peterborough Airport. Yep. Well, like at Stony Lake or something? Uh, I don't I don't know uh, if he's where it is. You better t- find out. <laughs> um, I do know Bob Gainey has a uh, place on... 
on Stony, and then the Cranberries lead singer has a place on Stony. Yeah, what's with that? And she married a Canadian guy. I Isn't so. he like a rich Canadian guy? No idea. What and happened to the Cranberries? They what were happened there. Zombie, zombie in your head. Oh. Do you have to let it linger? I always thought of farting when that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to? That album was massive. Massive. And, and they were and huge. Few, yeah. And the Hawk, Ronnie Hawkins, also has a place there. Uh, I should also mention, uh, uh, speaking of farts, okay. a bunch of people wanted us to talk about the fact that P.K. Subban this week came out and said that he drops uh, air biscuits in front of every opposing NHL goaltender that he possibly can when he plays. <laughs> I love it. And then uh, Roberto Luongo. Did you send me that, Mike, that tweet that he sent? Uh, mm-hmm. Someone sent it to me. I think, I think sent that to me. I think it was one of our, uh, yeah, it was one of our uh, listeners who said that uh, Roberto Luongo put the over under at three in front of Jonathan yeah. Bernier yeah. tonight <laughs> for the opening <laughs> for the opening game that that Subban was going to drop three farts in front of Bernier. One of our UFC guys the other night, uh, they were talking off camera. I think it was Daniel Cormier was talking about one of the fighters that he fights uh, the odd time. Just he loads up on garlic. The guy loads, so you can't get near him. Yeah. You're just like. Ugh. I saw that. Do that again? Can we get Dan in the Red Bull plane? Do we have that? <laughs> no, we don't have that? Oh, darn it. Um, Andrew McConnell, at Andrew MCC. Jane, Dan, if you could trade lives with one person, who would it be? Dan, go. I'm going to pick someone off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these people are dead. <laughs> How about Wayner? Yeah, the great one? Why not? Even now? Just alone in the house of Jay. The one thing I always thought about Wayne Gretzky, um, even to this day, he's got the best pickup line of all time. I'm Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's Suck my <laughs> <laughs> But he doesn't That's have probably to what he did with Janet. <laughs> he doesn't have to add anything else. Hey, I'm Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> well, he, he should give a direction at least. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm Wayne Gretzky. God, That's all fun. he says. He pulls up to a drive thru. I'm Wayne Gretzky. They just bring all the food. Bring out. all the double doubles. <laughs> bring them all out. Um, who would I trade? I think I would uh, trade lives with um, Manuel Ferreira, uh, adult film star. He is married. I just found this out because there was a New York Times article about him. He's married to Caden Cross, who's a beautiful, now retired adult film star. They have a child together. She directs him in films where he f- all the other girls in porn. Hmm. It's a good life. Is that the best life that has ever existed? <laughs> so when, you, when you're a porn star that retires, you just like you put a cage around the junk. It's just done. It's yeah. done. It's on lock. Lock it down. It's on lockdown. You get the master lock. You twist it a few times. You forget just, the combo. Then it just gets all dusty. It's over. And then, what about what about a male porn star though? <laughs> then, because we were talking about the vasectomy, how like does like a little bang sign come out with like a, <laughs> nope. a little flag, or is it just dust? We we have insider info. Oh, so I was talking to someone who had it. One of your nothing brothers. changes. One of your brothers, I bet. No, no. nothing changes. <laughs> nothing changes. Nothing. So nothing. you still jizz like all over. Yep. Get your hand off my penis! Fair enough. Same color. That makes everything. me feel better. Why? Well, I, <laughs> you gonna do it at home? No, at home? No, but if I, if I ever did it, I would. I don't know. I, I'd just do it. Come on, it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're we're taping this podcast one day late. We apologize because uh, Major League Baseball has yeah. been crazy around here. So uh, we've actually had people watching our our channel. It's been a miracle, guys. Yeah. How about that? We had viewers. People have been watching this network. The uh, feeling around the building is totally different. I don't know if you guys agree. It's just everyone's into it right now. It's yeah. like we've, we're a real f- network now. <laughs> uh, I love everyone in, in Canada. We were on after the uh, the Cards game the other night, and uh, or was it the Giants game that we what we came on after one of them? Um, and uh, Sportsnet was carrying the feed. So Joe Buck sends to us, here's Jay and Dan. Take it away, guys. And we're like, all right, welcome to the Chevy postgame show. I'm dead. And they cut out. Cut out. <laughs> They're like, we almost saw you guys. They had to get to, uh, who are, who are Jamie Campbell? Jamie Campbell and Zahner. Oh, Greg, Greg Zahn, of course. Big CFL fan, Greg Zahn, I understand. He goes to every Grey Cup Every Grey Cup, rents a suite, has a crazy party, apparently. Got shirtless. 
Really? Uh, this is what I'm told. What a guy. A shirtless Dude. on, right? Just a legend. Yeah, he seems like a good cat. Um, we So uh, hockey season Maybe. is now underway. Uh, best of luck to everyone. Make sure you join the um, the Canadian Cancer Society Million Dollar Hockey Pool. Yes. MillionDollarHockeyPool.ca. That is a great idea. If you're on Ontario, 50 bucks goes to charity, and you can win a million bucks. All, we're, all we want you to do is win money on this yeah, show. Yeah, that's all we want you to do. We want you to get rich. Speaking of a hockey, we played this clip on our show. It's now gone viral. Mark Donnelly. Oh, I love The this. Vancouver Canucks anthem singer. I don't know if he still does it full-time for the Canucks. Uh, but anyway, he was at a Penticton V's game. Yep. And uh, he was out skating, singing the anthem. Don't know why. Right off the top, the fact that he was skating and singing the anthem. <laughs> bad idea. Rink in darkness. <laughs> That's a great drop. Uh, I love that. What's happening here? That wasn't just, me. That wasn't yeah, you? It's a hit. It's, 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 it's everywhere. It's podcast ghost what, what's happening? <laughs> is the podcast haunted? I'm not. <laughs> Jim, what's Who's going on Who's doing this? Vader, is that you? What is happening right now? <laughs> Patrick's computer's unplugged. <laughs> this is what chaos. What's going on? <laughs> well, this is it, guys. This is the end of the podcast. This is where it ends. This is all part of Jim's plan. So uh, that was great. Arena <laughs> in darkness. There's a there's a carpet on the ice, and yes. he's skating around. Yeah. And uh, this happened. <laughs> rack her back. Yeah, rack it back. He continues singing. How did he not lose the mic? There it is. <laughs> so if you're listening to the podcast, I mean, I feel like it's still pretty effective. Oh, Can yeah. we rack it back one more time? It translates. Watch the players. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually pretty subdued, I thought. And he gets up. <laughs> Do you remember? That's amazing. Oh, and, then, and then he holds up the mic to the crowd to sing. I love it. Do you remember at the old Montreal Forum, the uh, Canadians, I know they're big on ceremonies, but they had one where uh, Rocket Richard, everyone was still alive. Mm-hmm. They brought out all the greats. And they brought out a guy that was approximately 100 years old. <laughs> so he's skating around. He's out of control the entire time. Same thing. He comes to a carpet, hits the carpet. The entire rink just goes, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. He was okay, though. But you, yeah, at the same time, you kind of want to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's one more time. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, Our guest today, Fred from Corner Gas. Fred Awaniak? Yeah. From Corner Gas? Where is he? he let's find him. He's right there. There he is. He is like the, the bumbling fool on the show. Um, he When we shot it, the bumbling fool. I didn't want to tell him this, but it was one of my highlights because he was there. He, oh, he's my favorite character on the yeah, show. Yeah, he's great on the he show. He's so funny. And he is also a great guy in real life. I can honestly I say. say he's an awesome dude. Yeah, really good dude. So he's going to come on. Is he, he lives in Vancouver, I think. Is that right? He lives out uh, close to Vancouver or in Vancouver, yeah. Okay, so we'll find it. We can talk a little Canucks with him or something like that. And t- get an update on the Corner Gas movie because right now they're trying to light the map. If you go to the, the Corner Gas movie website and um, vote for your town, yeah. if you get enough votes, they bring the movie there. I love that. And they've already got, I believe they have to pick the first two. Regina, big surprise. Yeah. Toronto. Is Toronto in? I think Toronto's Good for in there. Their T.O. Good job, We T.O. were thinking when we eventually get a tour manager for the Jay and Dan Traveling Podcast. And by the way, that gonna, is happening. We're going to light the map, too. We're going to do that same thing. Are we? No wonder yeah. you guys are always so busy on the computer. Really? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a scary you don't thought. Do that? I don't know. End up in that someone's garage. <laughs> that might be a bad idea. If there's any tour managers listening, we need a tour manager. Uh, no, I, again, don't, do not contact us. <laughs> no, no, we'll handle it on this end. I feel like we'll book, the, we'll book the venues, the people will come. And as promised, Engineer Jim, we ran out of time last week, so he said he's batting leadoff, and yep. he tells me he's got a Jim Carrey Jim story. Carrey story. I, I do, love this, yes, Jim. yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so the Cable Guy movie, I did the music for the Cable Guy movie. What? He also yeah. did the music for the Naked Gun movie. Yes. What? Yes. 
Yes. Okay, uh, hold on. The Cable Guy <laughs> is one of the most underrated movies yeah. ever, in my opinion. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, so when uh, Jim does the has the party at his house and they're doing karaoke. Yeah, yeah, somebody uh, to love. Yeah, I did somebody to love. I did that. With what? Him. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's crazy. And uh, we went into the studio, and, you know, he had the idea to do that song, and uh, we just had a copy of the 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 record so we were playing the cd and he he was trying to sing to it but uh it was crazy high gray slick is so high so um we pitch shifted the track down and he sang to the track in a different key and it was like okay i'm gonna have to find a band and he kind of ad-libbed you know you saw what he did in the thing right so um we got the guys from the circle jerks and uh, the drummer, Josh Freeze, who plays in a perfect circle, and he also plays with Devo now, and he's been playing with him for a long time. Anyways, uh, and uh, they came in the studio, and we cut the whole song around Jim. Amazing. It was great. And Jim was blown. He loved it. He went nuts. Good, good guy? Yeah, great guy. We had, we had a blast doing that. And uh, there was another song we did, too, but we, we didn't wind up using it. And... Uh, there was another artist that I produced in the soundtrack too, uh, Davy Hilder, Australian guy. He was really cool. Plays like Hendrix. Really, it was a blast. And uh, you know, Ben Stiller was ben was Stiller. coming around for that because he directed the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And but in the studio with Jim, Ben wasn't around. Judd Apatow actually came in to kind of produce and work with me and Jim. It was the three of us, me, wow. Judd, and, and Jim in the studio, and we just came up with, with that. Oh, that's you remember amazing. the Ben yeah. Stiller show? That's... that was a Fox show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Janine Garofalo. And yeah, that's Dick. right. Yeah. And I was uh, on the way to uh, work today, coming on the radio. I was listening to public radio, and they said, make sure you go to the Grammy Museum this week because uh, they've got a Stevie Ray Vaughan exhibit on. Whoa. There you go. Grammy I, I, seems I, cool. I, so I'd love yeah. to go in there with Jim. Yeah. He's like, this guitar was an inch from my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not the only thing that was in there. <laughs> I got to play a few of those, too, which is Dude, pretty that cool. is amazing. So yeah. how like, how did they get a hold of you to do those songs on that soundtrack? Like, is it just word of mouth? Is it someone that you know? Uh, yeah, at the you? time, my, my manager, Juliana Roberts, hooked the whole thing up. Wow. That's yeah. so cool, yeah. man. That's yeah, wild. Was really cool. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't displaying any of the uh, potential craziness that we saw throughout the years, uh, Jim. Like he was he was normal, or was he off the wall? Or he, he was he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But right. uh, great guy. We yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. That's wild. It was wild, really man. really a lot of where fun. Where did you cut it? Where did you, where at, was it? At Conway. We recorded his vocals at Conway Studios, and uh, I did the band at Ocean Way. And I mixed it at Ocean Way, and then we did the film mix of it uh, at Signet Sound. Yeah. Ocean Way, there's like a, been a million records oh, cut yeah, there, right? Oh, yeah, great like, studio. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. speaking of bands, Jim Pearl, our, uh, he, he works with us on the show every night. He's been here forever. He he told us the other night, uh, he says, you re- guys remember oh, pulling yeah. out a work? You'll love this, Jim. Like a couple weeks ago, he goes, there was a bunch of tractor trailers in the middle of the road, brand new tractor trailers, all shiny and new and I'm like, yeah, I do remember that. He said, they were loading up Fleetwood Mac stuff. Fleetwood Mac was on the lot for like a month practicing. Over rehearsing, here? Rehearsing yes. for, the, for their tour, oh, which is, man. they were in Madison Square Garden like two nights ago. So they, they were, were here rehearsing. They were rehearsing, rehearsing on the Fox lot the whole month, and we had no idea. Hey, didn't they have no a record? Idea. Did anyone know this? No. no. Didn't they have a record that came out like two days ago? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Stevie Nicks did? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think oh, Stevie yeah. Nicks did, yeah. But uh, as I said to Jim, I'm like, well, of course they wouldn't want people there because everyone on the lot would yeah, be wandering yeah, over there. Wandering over there, yeah. I yeah. would have busted in there and then just given it to Stevie. <laughs> I would have just held cocaine right under her nose, like, "Hey, I know you can't sniff this anymore because you don't have nasal passages because you did so much." Of really, this stuff. they're just gone. That was the big rumor about yeah. her that one of her assistants had to give it to her in a suppository. Oh, right up her bum. couldn't she do it herself? <laughs> no. No, well, no. It's always better if you have an assistant shove something up your ass. Might, who That's knows? What for. It, might, it, might, it might have even been the old up the, you know. Well, they, oh, yeah, maybe like blow dart. Yeah, yeah. like blow dart. Could have done the Stevie Ray Vaughan right nope. in the shot glass. Could have done that. That, that done was that. a crazy, like just crazy. drops it in. Yeah. I've never even heard of that before. Was, yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe uh, uh, maybe someday uh, Vader will uh, do that to you, Tulsi. <laughs> totally off track. Totally off track, but I just... Break out the straw. <laughs> Dan squats over the table. <laughs> Vader gets underneath the table with a highly precise blow We're back dart. from break in five. <laughs> hey, up! Uh, hold up the phone! And Vader's just like, I didn't sign up for this. Vader has a suppository full of cocaine. He's going to shoot right up into Dan's... You know what? And we're back. You know what wormhole I got stuck in on YouTube the other night? Sam and Dave. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, oh, as, I, as I emailed Taggart, I'm like, that is classic oh, music. You cannot yeah. get better music that, than that. I, I agree. That's a weird segue. Agreed. I know. Yes. Going I, we, since we were on the music. Hold the wormhole. <laughs> since we were on the music. So. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Vader, Michael Vader over here, uh, guys, we can get the camera on him. You got him. Um, yesterday, I did the PA show. Uh, so Ian Martin, Ryan Brumley, a couple of our uh, production assistants do a podcast, and Vader is the guy, the brains behind that podcast, yeah. basically, just to, as he's probably the brains behind this one. I mean, it's definitely not Botticello. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, hung it up a long time ago. Anyway, they wanted to do the interview in my office, so I get up there, and I go to walk into the office, and who's in there? It's Vader uh, with a female PA whom I won't name. Pretty sure they've just f- my office. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty sure they just had sex. Why were they doing up their clothes? No, it just smelled like sex in there. Maybe it was yeah. the tuna someone left in your fridge. It could have been that, but I yeah. think that Vader was giving it to the PA, and uh, <laughs> he just had finished up. Was there a lot of oh, what are you doing? Yeah, here? yeah. Oh, and and Vader was zipping up his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Vader had like a, a blow dart in one hand. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. And a, and a 14 inch two headed dildo in the other. Oh. I'm just like, whoa, dude, you are way ahead of me. You are advanced. You sure Teach me kid. your ways, Vader. Ugh. Anyway, Vader, kudos to you, my friend. So- it's going to be fun on the tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Vader, wait till that tour. He's going to be slaying Canadian He's going to have an extra pussy. suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> One of these podcasts, we're going to do a family-friendly podcast. I love that. That'll be great. We'll be going across the border in the tour bus. That's been sitting parked on the Fox lot as we rehearse the podcast for a month. <laughs> and we'll cross the border, and they'll be like, anything to declare? It? No, just a suitcase full of Vader's two-headed <laughs> Suppositories. <laughs> A few cocaine suppositories. Yeah, you gotta beat that. I don't think we have to bleep any of this. Fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, fix it in post. I think we leave this. This is clean. Yeah. I've done a few border project. crossings with bands where we've had to leave crew members back in the States. Canada said, uh uh-uh, uh. Not no happening. Yeah. No. Do Did they, they have yeah. drugs on them? So they just had like lost weekends in Buffalo. You know, <laughs> they were like, "Okay, all right, I won't go." My not North off. Dakota. Yeah. Suddenly, it's like the hottest place on oh. the planet. So Crazy. do they come onto the bus and check everything? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Tools, yeah. That's how. No border, man, that's how border cross. You know, what? we'll get a we'll but get a fake bus. They, don't. they just no because if you cross but a bus, we'll get a decoy on. bus. I mean, because I crossed yeah, on a motorhome. Bus. I crossed on a motorhome and they didn't come on. They just said, "Hey, like the tour here? manager will will grab everybody's passport. He'll get off the bus. Yeah. He'll go out, try to meet try them. to distract them a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, and sometimes like you know if it's late in the middle of the night, sometimes they just like going back into the states. Sometimes they would just let us drive through, but in Canada, going across. Sometimes we'd have to get out, and everybody would have to go in, and they look at the passport, and they and, talk to you. And, and they make sure everyone's awake, so I don't know yeah. if they think you're transporting a dead body, but if you're sleeping in the passenger seat, they say, wake them up. But, you know, they, I mean, <laughs> they we've do. done it a bunch of times where no one came on the bus. Right. We just had to walk through, you know, uh, immigration there. But um, we've we done it the other border. way, too, where the... The dogs have come on the bus. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll I once uh, got back from Jamaica, uh, landed in Toronto, and it's the first time I ever saw it. They had a gauntlet of 10 dogs on each side you had to walk through. Right. They're just walking so up to much, everyone. So much weed coming up. Yeah, but everyone on my flight had smoked it before they got on the flight. Yeah, so that's what the yeah. guys, everybody burns down, and yeah. it's like it, it's it's like Bob Marley's walking through, and the dogs are spinning out. But it burns down. It's all. It's Burn all. it down. It's all. <laughs> it's all gone. Oh, uh, we better give Fred a call gonna here. Be great. That tour we'll is going to be fun. Yeah, we'll call Fred. Okay. okay. Um, while we're uh, calling Fred, let's do another edition of my favorite segment on the podcast. Uh. Email chain theater acting. Check your inbox. Oh, let's hear that again. Email chain theater. Check your inbox. Oh, I love that. Great job. Speaking of uh, Ian Brumley and Vader, 
Those are and handsome Andy. They're the voices behind. Really? Theater. Check your inbox. Wow. Good. Oh, that voices. was Brumley for sure. Yeah. Theater. Check your inbox. All right. So. Uh, there's really uh, no need to set this up. I think uh, Dan just read uh, his parts and oh, Mike read uh, his parts. Okay, this. Toolsy, try is to this, take this Well, seriously. this set up after, uh, it was follow-up after last week's podcast. Oh, yeah, the fact, that, the fact that we didn't get Jim's story in last week, so our plan was to get it in early this week, which we did, which was great. Yeah. So this is the uh, subsequent email chain that followed. It's a short one. Dan? Uh, talk to Jim? Question mark. All good? Question mark. To that, I said, I did what I had to do. Hand stuff. We're good. I, uh... My response to that was, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> to that, Jay said, oh, I don't have that part. Yeah, you're on the other page. Oh, perfect. I smell another email chain theater. All in caps. Check your inbox. And I said no with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 O's. And then I said, oh, yes. And then Mike said, I was referring to jerking him off, Dan. You know, masturbation. I was only joking, but figured it would make for a humorous way to diffuse the situation. That was my goal. Botticello whiffed on this one. I think that is the best segment that has ever been on this show without question. I'm not responding to any emails right now. (laughs) Go yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I loved it. Winner. Uh, All right, so Fred is going to come on the show now. Yeah, we got him now. And he's already on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Fred, Fred, you there? From beautiful... I, did I hear you right? Did you say I'm on the Canadian Wall of you Fame? You are. The You're Corner right. Gas cast is on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Oh, so it's not like my picture. <laughs> it's like a group shot. Yeah, it's a group so of... Sh- like- yeah, it's a group shot in the Rubies here and the and the gas stations here. I mean, I mean, Fred, we that's can't... That's still cool. No, that's still cool. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> Where are you exactly in Vancouver? Because you don't live in Vancouver proper, correct? Well, I do. I, I actually live in East Van, and it's it's kind of the corner of the city that nobody likes to talk about. I'm, I'm like in the rough part of town. Ooh, Ooh. Really? What's the street? What's the really bad street? That's East Hastings. East Hastings. East Hastings. That's a, is yeah. that where you are? I'm, You're I'm right at, on that street. Yeah, I'm on the corner of Hastings <laughs> and Main, and I'm selling my wares. <laughs> Um, it's like literally what I'm wearing. I'm trying to get some money for. Not, not to make light of East Hastings, but hey, no, absolutely you, you can, not. you can, you can find a uh, a yard sale any day of the week on that street. <laughs> yeah, you can, and it's actually moved. I now Commercial Drive, which is my favorite street in Canada. There's a at First and, and Commercial. I see people selling stuff there all the time. Anything you want, you can get at First and Commercial, or if you if you if you don't feel like you're comfortable at uh, Main and Hastings. <laughs> Commercial drive, is it's a little bit easier to swallow. Okay, I, I will not name names, but I once, when I lived in Vancouver, I worked at City TV, and uh, when I first got there, I had some friends come visit me. And uh, we went to a bar, and they weren't successful picking up any lady friends, so they found some lady friends, and they went to one of those hotels on East Hastings. Um. They, I hope, I hope they, oh, that's, I, <laughs> I, know. I don't even I, know how to comment to that. I wow. said, what that was the inside like? I said, what was the inside of that room? They're like, you don't want to know. Oh, God. I know. Was it, I, I didn't want, I was going to bring up something I'm not going to bring up. <laughs> Fred, Fred, is that where you live? <laughs> no, no, but I do live in East Van, but it's actually a really nice part of town. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's uh, on the outskirts of Vancouver, but it's still Vancouver proper. So, Corner Gas movie, it's all done. It's it's in the can. Have you seen Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I've seen bits. I've seen bits and pieces, and I, and and it actually looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like I, was, I was shocked. I mean, I I mean, I didn't see anything I did, so I'm assuming that's like the low point of the, that. They probably I've. That part they didn't want to show me. I guess they wanted to boost my confidence. See, you're part of something that's you know okay, <laughs> which is which is rare for me. Usually, I I like I never tell like my, I do a movie and like I don't tell anybody. I don't want my parents to come see it because it's horrible. <laughs> this is cool. I'm part of something that I actually want people to see. The the most amazing thing when we got to do the cameo, the coolest thing to me was that. Um, 
you and Lauren were like not working that day and you were like it was raining so you couldn't do it but your plan was to go golfing and you said to us you were like this just feels like no time has passed at all like we just golfed all the golf courses in Regina and we play we played golf together and hung out it was like no time had passed I mean it must have been an incredible experience to go back and do that it was it was uh it really was like a homecoming and Regina did really become a second home uh I don't want to speak for everybody else but I think we all felt the same way it was you know, you, you spend as long as we did there. You make friends uh, with the crew and in the city. And, yeah, it was great to get back. Um, That's actually why I took up golf uh, was when we were there. The first season, I did, you, did, you know, it's a new city. You didn't know what to do. So instinctively, you go to the bar and drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, like, that was going to kill me. So I took up <laughs> one of the guys. Ah, come golf. But uh, they drink on the course, too. It was a disaster. But it was a good effort. <laughs> So I've never golfed in Saskatchewan. Does your drive just roll for eight days? Yeah, like well, to give it perspective. Yeah, uh, eight <laughs> days is pretty good. Uh, pretty good perspective. But I'll give you another perspective that's not as good, but I'll do it. Is uh, <laughs> here in Vancouver, I'm an okay golfer, and I drive the ball a hundred yards. And there, I can hit it 470 <laughs> yards. You're like daily there. I'm pretty much Daly. Daly wouldn't be able to play because, like, his pitching wedge would overshoot every green on the course. Yeah, when we were there, it was uh, Noah was just finishing his arc. Oh, it was insane. That was a huge. Uh, it was like it was. Uh, it was epic, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was very intense. Speaking of Noah, I'm sorry to bring this up again. Did you see that movie, Noah? Don't see it. It's horrible. Okay, I haven't seen it, and I didn't. I. I, I was. I saw the the clip of it, and. It was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be it a was great, pretty you'd bad. You'd be a great movie reviewer, Fred. Yeah, I don't need to see that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, if I could do it and just watch the previews and then do my review, that, that would be, it seems like that would save time, and I wouldn't mind that. Joke. I feel like that's like a YouTube show waiting to happen. <laughs> Fred's preview review. That's a great show. That's a great name. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a, I could do that, I think. It doesn't sound like much time out of my day. When you uh, – how did you first learn that you guys were going to be doing a movie again, and what was your initial reaction? Were you excited, or were you like, no, that's in the past. I moved on now. I've, I've got a whole new life in East Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was very excited because I just – started to dip into my savings and, and it, it was something i said i didn't want to do until i was in my 60s so when brent called i cried but uh, but you, you didn't play hardball you're like yeah not right now i'm busy no yeah well see this is how stupid i am i i cried and explained to him how perfect timing this was financially and then i said but I want to make I want the star trailer and I want you know, first class accommodations didn't work. <laughs> we, you we, guys got better accommodations. No, we discussed our trailers and um, I don't know if it's a faux pas, but we all dropped deuces in our trailers. We all <laughs> in our trailers, Fred. <laughs> I used to go into Gabe's and do it. <laughs> when when I say do it, I mean drop a deuce. Not, yeah, you know, yeah, not have in sex. In the biblical sense. No, no. Was there was there a lot of uh, on-set uh, relations going on, Fred, uh, during the course of the, the filming of the show over the six years the show was on? Have you seen Caligula? <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing like that. It was <laughs> the exact opposite of that. It was the exact opposite of that. <laughs> um, uh, well, no, I, well, I guess there was the steamy romance between Nancy and Brent. That's they, true. They, uh, they hooked up there, so I guess there was some shenanigans going on, but... Uh, uh, yeah, not 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 with me. Um, you're a huge Canucks fan, correct? Yes. You excited about this season? You got Ryan Miller now. I know. I actually, I am really excited. Like I, like don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to win the cup or anything. <laughs> but I mean, this year, you never know. Maybe before I die, it'd be nice. But uh, no, I'm excited. They, you know, they finally, you finally have confidence in the direction. Like. Um, yeah. It's just—it's the first time in a long time, uh, well, you know, since they were in the final, where you kind of felt like there was some hope. Uh, That's good. Which, which is a nice feeling for a change. Yeah, Leaf. I've, I've been, I mean, I've been following them since I was a kid, and man, I, we've been through. Any Leaf fan would understand the heartache that you go through when you follow a team that is bad as long 
as uh, the Canucks were for a long time. So. Okay, so, so at least the Canucks have made the Cup final since expansion. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, if, if you've been a fan that long, what are your favorite Canucks jerseys? You can only pick one. Which ones? I can only pick one? You can yeah, only pick one. one. That's what a great is, question. What is your favorite jersey of all time that the Canucks have worn? Because they've worn some, worn some god-awful Oh, Fred, ones. they've yeah, worn they the worst I, ever. I think the originals are the best. The originals yeah. are classic, simple. I, like, I, 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 I cannot wait. I send emails weekly to get rid of the Orca on the front of the jersey. Oh, God, the worst. <laughs> so every just, week I, you're, like, like, you're sending an email to the Canucks. Fred here again. <laughs> <laughs> just reminding you of my stance on the Orca. <laughs> Sign hey Fred. As surprised as you could imagine I was, watch the game last night. You know which ones I didn't mind that are pretty ugly? but The flying Vs. No. Yeah, those are no, cause we went The what? all yellow with the, the yeah. Canucks logo. That was all right. I like them. What they're the, they're old school. The Those were Tony Tanty ones, I believe. But that's like how like Canucks uniforms are like having a dozen ugly children and picking the least <laughs> ugly child. <laughs> I can't argue. Yeah. I can't argue. Uh, Fred, are you gonna miss uh, Mike Gillis's uh, droopy-eyed uh, press conferences? Oh yeah, he. As I always said, the the former G, now former GM of the Canucks, he needed a three-year <laughs> nap. He just needed to like. Mike, just go have a nap, buddy. Sleep. We've got the, We've got this one. Sleep this one off, Mike. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't like saying anything bad about people. But I, look, I, I'm just happy that we, we have the people we have now. <laughs> that's a very diplomatic hey, way of that, saying that's it. That's what my mom uh, always says. If you can't say no, something nice about someone, don't say anything at all. I don't think saying they need a nap is bad. No, I think you, I, I just, I'm not very clever. I would... See, you're clever. You guys come up with clever ways of describing things like that. I would just come up and say, yeah, he's kind of a goof. <laughs> That's a very Canadian way of doing uh, it, I think. Fred, right now we uh, pointed out that you can vote for, do you know anything about the voting? You can vote for it to come to your city and stuff, the movie? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know how you do that, though. How do you do yeah, I, just, I don't I, either. I, I can't figure it out. I'm having trouble figuring out how to sign into this NHL Game Center Live, I keep getting disconnected, and they tell me I don't have an account. And I'm like, I do have it. I got it. Got the paper in front of me. I don't. I, don't I want. I want a camera following you around for a month. Just you sending emails to the Canucks. You trying to set up your your NHL package. You going? I'm living to- proof. I'm living proof that uh, it doesn't take a talented or smart actor to play stupid on TV. Um. Fred, people, if they uh, want to uh, follow you on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle again? Well, I got really creative here, I, and it's my name. Uh, it's Fred <laughs> Wanick. <laughs> e- Fred, F-R-E-D-E-W-A-N-U-I-C-K. I don't know why they use there. You don't say it, but you, it's there. From this podcast, you should get a bump of at least three followers. I agree, 100%. <laughs> Well, that would that would make up for the the four I lose every time I tweet something. <laughs> so you're in negative numbers I, now. I think at the very least, Mike Gillis is going to be following you now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know the man. He's probably really nice. No, nah, he's probably not. Okay, well, I don't know. Uh, Fred, thanks You're for... right, he's a goof. <laughs> he's just a goof. Fred, thanks for coming on. You're one of the uh, the rare people on the Canadian Wall of Fame that's actually been on the podcast. So we thank you for that. Uh, we can't uh, wait to well... see the Corner Gas movie. And, it's gonna and be... we may see. We're going to try to get up to, for that premiere uh, in Regina. I think it's the end of November, maybe the 24th. Well, you or... guys better because you guys saved the movie. Yeah. Like, it's not for you. <laughs> I don't think people are coming to watch this thing. I'll tell you, I mean, our line. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Fred, Fred's thinking. Hey, you know what? You got a picture of you in costume? Because I walked in, I was like, hey, it's Gord Downey. <laughs> yeah, that's it. right. I do get that a lot. And he's also on the Canadian Wall of Fame, by the way. Right now, Fred's is thinking, it? this is the first time that people that had one line in a movie are ever going to pay their way to a <laughs> premiere. <laughs> Hey, hey, I had I had more than one, and I have to pay my own way to get there. So I, don't, I don't want you to feel left out. Start driving now, Fred. <laughs> okay. Hey, can you do me a favor? Wow. Yeah, anything. Can, can you do go to that group shot, and can you at least cut me out of it and maybe move me over so it's sort of like I got my own spot on the wall of fame? Uh, I have an idea. We've got... Uh, Ben Mulrooney on the wall, and Dan Dan hates the fact that we have Ben on the no, wall. No, I don't. I so didn't. so we'll cut your face out and put it over Ben's body. How about that? Oh, that's great. Yes. Yeah. Problem he's like, solved. He's like a good six 
right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's a strapping lad. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Fred, best of luck to your Canucks. Uh, hopefully you get that, uh, that TV hooked up. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Fred. What a guy. Uh, so, again, he's going to be in the Corner Gas movie. It's going to be coming out late November, early December across Canada. It'll be on Netflix and everything. Yeah, uh, go see it. Go, go to the theater and yeah. see it. It's not going to be quite as exciting as email chain theater. <laughs> email chain theater. Check your inbox. Yes. Sorry, I shared the link to go vote. And oh, nice. So it's... For, for Corner see. Gas. Yes. Very nice, so, Patrick. So. You've That's great. got mail. That was AOL, right? <laughs> <laughs> can we, for next week's podcast... surfing on the internet. For next week's podcast, can we isolate Dan that. saying that? <laughs> 40 I'd minutes, 41 seconds in. doing just about anything. I'll bet you would, you little f- <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Not a little tit. We're going to give uh, Peter Schrager a call. Uh, oh, I chatted with Schrags earlier. He me is too. fired up. He is fired up. He gave, me a sh- he gave me a shout. He said, you know what? Last night's show was the greatest show you guys have done in the history of Fox Sports Live. I think it was because he had a story in it. <laughs> he was involved. <laughs> he, so. was, he had a sit down with Brian Hoyer. But it only the ran Brown once. It, yeah. ran, it ran at 2 a.m. Eastern time yeah. and then never again. Seems like a lot of work for a one and done. God, I tell you, we got to get more Schrags in the show. I mean, we're giving shrags to America and Canada here on the podcast. But podcast listeners, show. you're going to be in for a treat because uh, Peter is going to be on the sidelines for a Fox NFL game this weekend. Vikings, Lions this weekend. Tune in. You'll see shrags probably wearing an ascot. <laughs> He's with Brendan Ibadejo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Brendan's doing the... Doing the color? Yeah. And who's doing play-by-play? Um, I don't. I just saw Brendan earlier today. Cool. Brendan, former Shrek. CFLer. That's right, former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, right? I believe. Yep. Peter Schrager joins Shregs. us. Uh, are you in New York City? Because we never know where you are. You travel a hell of a lot. Yeah, guys, I'm in New York City. I was uh, all over. I mean, I've been all over, and I was in on Monday. I was in Washington, D.C. for Seahawks Redskins. And on Tuesday, I did a sit-down with the man of the hour in Cleveland, one Brian Hoyer. And today is Wednesday. I'm in New York. But Thursday, I will be in Houston for Colts-Texans. I'll be in Minnesota this weekend for a little Vikings-Lions action. And Shregs, I, I mean, you are all over the country. Uh, uh, how, how do you maintain good relations with your wife? You're all over. You're traveling so much. Well, she's a great gal. You take, you take her out when you're home. I, I asked it. Kevin Burkhart this question. He traveled for eight years with the Mets. And Kevin right. Burkhart, who's been doing a just bang-up job with the, SN, with the uh, FS1 guys oh, yeah. as far as in the studio – said, how do you do it, Kevin? And he said, Peter, when you're home, you give your wife and kids the attention they deserve, and you make every day feel special. That's what I do. I'm a great guy, a great husband, and a wonderful fan of both of you. Yeah, I love Burkhart. Yeah, he, he, he uh, did the Mets games forever. Now he's working uh, at uh, Fox Sports 1 and Fox. Uh, he just moved here. And, uh, yeah, he's a really nice guy. I asked him if he knows Seinfeld because Seinfeld's a big Mets fan. He said, yeah, really nice guy, too. So that's good to hear. I always like to hear when people are nice guys. Brian Hoyer, is he a nice guy? Brian Hoyer's a great dude. Uh, His story, I don't think everyone realizes, an undrafted guy, uh, backed up Tom Brady for three years, but two years ago was out of football, Dan. I mean, really out of football. And I asked him, and I don't think this made the actual interview, but I asked him, what do you do when you're an NFL player who's still young, still feels like he can do it, but you're not employed? And he said, I ended up watching the Red Zone every Sunday, and I caught myself rooting for quarterbacks to get injured. And I was like, that's a <laughs> that's crazy great. thing to say. Wow. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, and what happens was I started to feel bad about it. So one Sunday, probably week 10, I mean, he was really unemployed for most of the year two years ago. Week 10, he said, I just decided not to watch football. And it was that Sunday that both Ben Roethlisberger and Byron Leftwich went down. He got a text that night from his agent saying, Steelers want to have you in for a tryout. He was living in Cleveland. He didn't take a flight. He didn't have a private jet. He got in his car with his wife, and he drove and tried out for the Steelers the next day, and he's been employed ever since. Went from the Steelers to the Cardinals and then beat out Johnny Football for the job in Cleveland. And uh, Hmm. crazy story, great guy. He's a local Cleveland kid, uh, really pulling for him. And, you know, he was was honest. I asked him, I said, you know, do you like Manziel? I can't imagine the two of you are best buds. And he said, we're not best friends. And uh, essentially, when you work with someone for 12 hours a day, Every day you make it work, and I guess I kind of thought of you guys. How I was just you guys say. really aren't? You guys are not friends. I mean, hey, high five! Yeah, uh, yeah. We did it. 
We're always we tie five. We're basically ignoring each other, uh, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so Shrek's all. Who, the... wait, wait, and who's Johnny Football in that situation? You got to think oh, it's that Jay, Jay is Hollywood, right? No, no, I'm I'm Hoyer. I'm I'm just the kid. No, just, we're, we're I'm the undrafted kid. We're a couple of grizzled vets just hanging on to our jobs by the shoestring. We're like thinking, yeah. oh, who's going to take our job? Yeah, I'm Steve. Next pass intercepted. We're out of here. Right, I'm Steve Smith Senior. And Dan, I'm an aged Jeff Garcia. Right, Jeff Garcia, just trying to get into the CFL at this point. Back in. Oh, I Let love me it. back Gar- in. Garcia and Smith. Change Jay and Dan to the Garcia and Smith podcast. <laughs> that actually has a ring to it. Uh, so, Shrags, I, like I can't wait to hear your rant this week. You've been doing so much traveling. Uh, where are you gonna? Where are you coming with this? With this one? Well, Dan, as you know, I rock a BlackBerry, and I think uh, they should do an ad campaign around the two of us. Like, we're extinct animals, the few, the proud, the BlackBerry. You and me, Dan. Uh, but, you know, I'm trying to think of something fashionable, like a, a mock turtleneck or maybe umbro shorts. I am banking on the BlackBerry being cool again sometime soon. Um, Come around. Like, oh, my God. Um, it's going to be in. Uh, but, Dan, as you know, one of the main problems with the BlackBerry very bad battery. Very bad battery. I don't. I can live without Instagram. I can live without Uber. I can live without emojis. I don't get any of these. But batteries I need. So I have a new qualm, and it's a new person, a prototype, and it's the guy at the airport who hogs all of the chargers. Oh, yeah. The, all, okay, the, all the outlets, right? All the outlets. Yeah. Well, why does he need more than one? Dan, there are times I'll spend an entire night with no juice on my phone. The electrical outlet is so huge. So you wake up in the morning, you get to the airport, and some of these airports are terrible. I mean, the Charlotte airport may be the worst as far as, uh, you know, available electrical outlet. You know, I should actually do a power rankings list. <laughs> Top 100 airports, power outlets. I hope power always. Buzz, BuzzFeed can, can really take a, a hike. I'm going to do a new list with flashy Buzz visuals. Feed. BuzzFeed can eat it. I'm going to do the buzzer. The buzzer might want to feature this power ranking as far as airport power outlet availability. But anyway, this one it. guy, 99% of the time it's a guy in his mid-30s with a bad goatee, terrible yeah. haircut, maybe a little overweight, suit, no tie. Uh, and he just not only is charging his phone, but he's bull guarding that sucker like it's his firstborn. And it's iPad, iPhone, work iPhone, hotspot internet thing, some terrible, weird, like portable DVD thing that plays with these Japanimation videos. And he, one guy, five outlets, and I had this in Cleveland the other day, and I just asked the guy, like he's on his phone, you know, doing the six things at all, and in the phone he's he got terrible, he's got the speaker phone on, and he's saying table that, and it is what it is, and fresh perspective, he's saying all the all crap I hate. And I, I looked at the guy, and, you know, first of all, I'm in the, the Cleveland airport, which had Fox Sports 1 baseball all over the place. Yes, yes. and we did it. Yes. And, I, and, I, and I look at the guy, and he's on the phone. He's on, you know, the phone is leaned up against. We've got the speaker, and, he, and I just said, hey, bro, are you using all of these outlets? obnoxiously?" <laughs> and he looks at me, and he like, looks at, like shocked out ass. He's like, he's nodding. And I just mumbled under my breath. I was furious with him and then just kept on going. But this is a problem in America. And I, you'll see these people lying around in airports, literally reclining, and they've got oh, seven yeah. things with the headphones on and, and the touch screens and whatever it is, and they're just charging, charging, charging all of their own stupid stuff. I need one outlet, guys. I've yeah. got a BlackBerry. <laughs> I just need one. Yeah, we just, just give me one. Why can't they share? That's all I ask. You know what I hate? I'm glad you brought up the people and rude people in airports. And also, anywhere you see them. People who are on their phone, mm-hmm. but they've got the earphones in, and they're talking to them. Why can't you hold the f- phone to your f- face? Because that Man, gives I you live, cancer Man, in the brain. I live in, I live in New oh. York City, so you'll get a kick out of this. My wife is very embarrassed of me most of the time. 99% of the time when we're walking around in life, my <laughs> wife is embarrassed of me. But we'll be walking around New York City, and you'll get some woman in a business suit with a business pants, and on a very loud voice, she's got the thing in her ear, in the middle of a New York City street, saying, honestly, like, honestly, I honestly think that we should do that, and honestly, like, in a horrible voice, and I'll get in her face. I'll get this woman's face in the middle of Times Square, and I'll just say, honestly! <laughs> but I don't need to hear your conversation with everyone else in the world because right. you don't want to use your hands. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're doing a service to all New Yorkers and all Americans, frankly. Yeah, you just want yeah. people to be nice. 
yeah, look, I'm a nice guy. I'm a weirdo. I like I like the blackberry. I like Olive Garden. Uh, you know, but I'm a nice guy. I want to help people. Okay, so Peter, our, our uh, podcast listeners, they can uh, they can see you on the NFL on Fox this weekend. This weekend, Big Vikings deal. Lions. Big deal. I'm doing the I'm doing the sidelines. I'm Big Fox. So if you're Canadian fans are in Detroit and they like that Windsor scene, I'll be on your screen uh, doing Vikings Lions. And when you get the uh, halftime interview, ask them about the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna, Mike Zimmer, Jim yeah. Caldwell, I'm going to ask them one question each. Do they like the Engineer Jim intro? Like yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> hey, Jim Caldwell, do you think Taggart's stories go on a little long? Do you think? So I'll ask them just Jane Dan related podcasts. On a serious note, though, guys, it's the postseason in baseball, and some people do not step up to the challenge. I'm going to say Clayton Kershaw, uh, yeah. Puig, maybe uh, Adam LaRoche. He had a crap series. Yep. They just weren't ready for the prime time. But I've been watching Fox Sports One, and I could not be prouder of the work that Fox Sports Live has been doing specifically the two of you and the guys in the actual studio. I am so proud of our network, proud of the work you guys are doing because the postseason arrived and you guys upped your game even more. Play ball! Shregs, thank you, my friend. Shregs, great. Good luck this weekend. Have a great time. And uh, when you're skipping across the border to Windsor for a little fun on the strip club scene, make sure you don't bring any cocaine-filled suppositories. Just leave it like that. Guys, I'm just a man in his Blackberry. I don't bring anything else. Just let's get on the road. Let's do it. <laughs> Love you, Schrager. Peter Schrager, everybody. Uh, Thanks, make sure buddy. you listen to the Peter Schrager podcast. Guys. Make sure you, you follow him on Twitter as well. Do we put up links to all this stuff? I don't know, do, do we? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Not enough. At P. Schrager. At P. At P. S. H. R. C. H. R. A. G. S. I always forget the C. Is that right? You put an S on the end. At P. S. C. H. R. A. G. S. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Oh, Shrek. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. Okay. See, that's the thing. I don't know people's Twitter handles what because you think he was well, I just follow it and I never look at the Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love how he's describing the woman in her business suit and business pants. Uh, but we've all seen that woman. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. The worst is shopping Honestly? anywhere here. The people, the, they're having a conversation while pushing the cart. Really? No. Really? Oh, you mean like like in the grocery store? Yeah, during the day, so <laughs> yeah. they got nothing else to do. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're buying eight bottles of wine. But they're so loud. I like, they're, they want to be heard. It's not just that they think it's convenient. They want their business to be heard I by everybody. I don't want to know about their life. Everyone. I don't want to know either, Dan. <laughs> uh, what's our time on this? Because we got to keep it to an hour. Yeah, we're yeah. good. we okay. got plenty of time. we got extra time. Let's go with Taggart. Here extra we go. Uh, we're calling him up right calling now. Calling up Taggart. I want to ask Taggart about the traffic in Toronto. I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, the Leafs-Red Wings game oh, the other yeah. night. It was an actual NHL hockey game was delayed because of traffic. The Red Wings could not make it to the Air Canada Center. That is, I've never even heard of that before. That's bizarre. Hey, at Paul Potty, P-O-T-T-I-E, Canadian Wall of Fame. Paul Schaefer, love that Mm -hmm. idea. Like that. Ryan Gosling, why not? Seems like a good kid. Steve Nash, how do we not have him on the pod or on the on the Wall of Fame. Mike Weir, still doing great on the tour. Not really. The band. <laughs> yep. We should get no, the yeah, up there. Yeah. Yeah. I worked with Robbie Robertson a few times. Too. Okay, we're going to get some Robbie Robertson yeah. stories. Yeah. Oh, my. We yeah. just have yeah. weeks Another one weeks was to get through all this. Phil Hartman. Phil yeah. Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely got to go. James Cameron. Uh, you know who is on the Wall of Fame? Jeremy Taggart. Uh, Jeremy, we are just talking about that Leafs game. What's going on with traffic in Toronto? The, the Red Wings couldn't get to the rink? Yeah, that's how bad it is. There's no worse traffic in, in any North American city just because of uh, every major artery is under construction from, like, Bathurst to Eglinton to St. Clair to down on Bloor to Front Street, the, the Lake Shore, the Gardner. It's all f- Were regional planners asleep for the last 30 years? Well, what it is is nobody uh, under these wonderful Ford mayorship, I guess, or of the current mayorship or the councillors that are in City Hall right now, they're just letting every uh, everything go at once. Nobody's talking to each other. So you just have all these permits going out for construction stuff, and it's all at the same time as opposed to thinking about the people and 
trying to do it in a timely fashion so people can actually get around the city, but it's nuts. Taggart, I have a question for you. My mother-in-law scared the shit out of me the other day. <laughs> because I my understanding was that Doug Ford was way behind the polls, and then yesterday she's like, oh, yeah. Doug Ford is now tied with John Tory. No! Yeah, it's two points back. It's a what? 39 for Tory and 37 for uh, Mr. Freeze. How could that have happened? Wow. I thought Tory uh, had this one in the bag. Ford Nation rallying at the last minute. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I know that they're passionate no matter what for, for the, uh, and for some reason, they're, I think it's like they have this lockdown with, like, ignorant people in Toronto. You know, people that think that they're actually doing something that's great for the city when it's they're not whatsoever. It's all just a big, cheap spin. Not, not to uh, make it Toronto-centric, but uh, Rob Ford's brother, Doug, has taken yeah. his place in the, the mayoral race, at mayoral, I hate that word, uh, yeah. in Toronto. So yeah, he's running against John Tory. Uh, you know what, Taggart? Uh, getting out of Toronto, I've never asked you this. Your favorite Canadian city that you used to go to with the band where you're like, I can't wait to get there. Yeah, Is there one spot where you're like, I cannot wait to play a gig there? Well, I'm to be honest, and, and I'm not trying to be uh, too Canadianity about this, but there are, like, any time I'm going to a city, because I've been to all of them so many times, they're all great, but, I mean, Vancouver's beautiful in the summertime. The East Coast is pretty ridiculous in the summertime, like even, you know, St. John's or... In Halifax, or it doesn't really matter. The people are just so nice. We're so lucky here. Mm -hmm. It's not even a joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm not with kidding. That. Nope. I you agree. guys have a spot. You know what I mean? Like you go to Saskatoon, you know you're having a good time. By oh, the yeah. way, Tagger, that's what you call sitting on the fence. No, it isn't. It's called Canadian to the f bone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? If I was given the same question, I'd have a tough time saying one city too. Yeah. There is no spot. Yeah. I guess I live in Toronto for that reason because I like it here, but, I mean, there's just so many great spots, boys. If you had to live in oh, another there we city, go. how about that? If you, if I you, am. No, but I, you, I think I am because I, I spent some time in Vancouver and uh, even there down there in L.A., and I, I, I've been on tour enough to get a feel for a lot of cities. I do like the idea of Toronto. It feels central to me, you know? Yeah, except for the here, as Jay would know. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I, I had to recommend uh, another resto to a friend of ours, Elise Coppins. Nice. You uh, did you um, recommend that restaurant we went to? <sighs> I didn't recommend oh, the that one, one that. No, uh, no, he didn't. He did not. <laughs> the one that we went to in in Yorkville. Uh, it'll go unnamed. No, I'm not, I wasn't going to say it, but that was a great way to say it. <laughs> uh, hey, Taggart, uh, tell us a story. Tell us what's going on in your life. You know what? I, I, uh, I, I was digging back, and uh, I recollected it. I'm going to tell the original glass-chewing oh. story. Ooh. Yes, not, I like that. Not the, one, not the one with the punks in, in Mansfield, but the original from, uh, I believe it was uh, when we lived in... Uh, Etobicoke and Ontario housing back in the late 70s. Oh, the late 70s. My, 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 my dad uh, was, would take the bus. I think he worked at like a bicycle shop, you know, four kids. And uh, he would go to the bus and wait for, for the bus and go to work. And one day he was waiting at, alone at the bus. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like, a, a gang of kids come running at him with hockey sticks. And they start beating them, and beating them to the ground, Ooh. and just laying it like all the sticks to them, beating them up, and then like running away, like leaving them for dead kind of thing. <clears throat> so he, uh, he, you know, kind of gets up and stumbles home, and you know, obviously my mom was freaked out and like, what's going on? Took him to the hospital. He had stitches, all gashes all over his head, and cuts and bruises all over his legs and arms and torso, and he was just seriously banged up so he was uh obviously didn't go to work for the day uh rested up bandages everywhere like on his head and everything he's got to go back to work the next day so he's like just dying his confidence is broken he's got nothing going on he feels terrible for the situation uh and uh he's going to work again and all of a sudden they're they, they're back these kids the next oh, day, those little f they're back again. 
So at, at this point, he's already like lost his mind when he even like hears the running. He's already like, who cares? Let's just go right for it then. So he reaches into the garbage and grabs like an old pop bottle, perhaps an old grape crush or whatnot, fires it on the ground, gets the two-hand swoop going, fires it into his mouth, and starts crunching it up. And at this point, all the kids stop. Yeah, I would stop. Like, what, what's going on here? And then he starts raging and yelling and screaming at them in a sense that he, like he's been waiting his life for this moment kind of stuff. And uh, they all booked away and ran off. So whenever you're and, faced, with, uh, faced with danger, just chew some glass. Well, it's the old technique when he learned when he was in the junior Bacucci's, the yellow glass <laughs> chewing <laughs> technique, where you, you, you actually chew it. It's, it's cracking in your, in your teeth, but it's not breaking uh, the, the gums or your cheeks and stuff. So I, it was like, old it's amazing to me, Jeremy, that you could learn that without yeah. at least breaking the skin a few times as you're learning it. It's like... Yeah, no. It's like the motocross guys who jump, like, you know, 50 feet into the air and then turn around and land it. I'm like, how do you learn that? Uh, yeah, don't you die it, while learning it? I don't know, but he learned it when he was a kid, right, when, in, in the Bronx. Yeah, you're would, fearless. Show them the, the tech neck. By the way, Jeremy, you scared the hell out of us last week's story. We oh, didn't know where I that know. was going. <laughs> Everybody on Twitter was like, that was so uncomfortable, that story. <laughs> well, we didn't know where it was going, like I said. I, I know. Another another five or ten minutes, and I would have been like, never the same again. <laughs> well, what was that? Uh, what was that uh, one show where they had a a molestation episode, and the the it was in front of a live studio audience. Oh, different strokes. Different probably. strokes, and people oh, didn't know how yeah. to react, so they're yeah. like, "Hey, take your shirt off!" Take and your the crowd, shirt off and the crowd's like, and the crowd's yeah. like, <laughs> "Gary Coleman's about to get his penis touched." At, at that point, <laughs> I, was, I think. I think little Danny Cooksey was involved, the little white kid, the secondary. They he had was, to throw yeah. In towards the end, he yeah. was involved with the shirts off. Oh, shirts off. And I think good. it was the Maytag man guy, the guy who was, was in it WKRP. Was Gordon Jump? I think that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Car- Arthur Carlson. Yeah, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, I think you're right. He was uh, doing, <laughs> a little, doing a little touching. <laughs> and, oh, man. <laughs> and by the way, um, we were speaking about uh, disclaimers on cartoons last week, and someone sent me uh, a video that Whoopi Goldberg, if you get the Looney Tunes box set, she does a video at the beginning of it explaining, you know, those are different times, and these jokes weren't acceptable back then, but and they aren't acceptable now, but they were part of the culture. So... To take them out of the cartoons would uh, be for what? Dis- for Tom and Jerry? No, for like the Looney Tunes. What all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, the early ones are pretty racist. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's out there. Anyway, they have a disclaimer now. Just yeah. like With Saturday Whoop- Night Live. Like yeah, you exactly. About. Well, remember, didn't didn't Bill Cosby buy the rights to the Little Rascals and bury it, like all the originals? Oh, I don't he know. Just, he just buried it in his backyard. Really? No, like I thought he just took it off the air because he was just ashamed. He was of ashamed the culture of culture or whatever. Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't know the, w- the way that they were treated. Like back in the day, of the union was May- horrifying. Imagine Maybe. how much those kids on Little Rascals got paid, like ten bucks an episode. Sh- shouldn't Bill Cosby be more concerned that like over ten women have accused him of sexual assault over the past twenty years? And he's he's, he's, he's going on finds insane, women, He it? finds women that are asleep really attractive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? He's. He does the sleep attack. He's got a thing. For He's a sleep creeper. Why am I you look like tired? <laughs> You're not tired? Have some more milk. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. I, I, okay, guys, come on. Jeremy Taggart, oh, thank you as always. <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye, Taggart. Bye. That was Dr. Oh, you're not tired of skizzum skizzoo. Have some more milk for you. <laughs> or whatever. That's my that's my Dr. Cosby. Um <laughs> sorry about uh, that. According guy. to Snopes.com, uh it's false. He did not buy the rights to Little Rascals. Okay. But how many times has he been accused? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What website was that? Snopes. Snopes. Rumor has it. Hey, Snopes. Hey, what website are you on? I'm on Snopes.com. What is Snopes? What is that? A website about rumors. <laughs> Patrick, do you know about this? I've never heard of it. Okay, Patrick. News One actually also uh, confirms. News One? News One.com. What's News One? It's a website. <laughs> it's on the internet. News One.com? Yeah. Could- can we get, go back to the internet video for a second? 
This is what. I this just keep going surfing on the internet. Is it http forward backslash backslash? Yeah. Snopes.com. Snopes and News One. No wonder you guys are always so busy on the computer. Not to not to cut things short, but I have to pee like a racehorse. No, I think this is a good place to hour. Perfect. Great. All right, we're done. Thanks for listening. Racehorses really have to pee? I think they just do. I don't know. They just have massive. <laughs> hey, don't forget to go to DraftKings.com and enter the promo code JDP. And receive a free contest entry, and they're going to double your first deposit. Remember, Matt from Tampa just won a million bucks one week fantasy football. I love it. Please go visit that website. We'll, uh, we'll really appreciate it. And by the way, don't forget, there's going to be another email chain theater coming email next week. Have you ever had a piece so bad it hurts to stand up? I can't oh, stand up all the kid, way. Dan? <laughs> Your kidneys. Dan has Kidney problems. Problem. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Uh, Come go on. F- yourself. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home.